Thank you for joining us on the fourth episode of Stories from the Sticks, your go-to source for true crime and Greek mythology. I am half of your host, Sydney Davis. And I'm the other half, Gabriella Norton. Very good. So, Gabs, wanna talk about how difficult it was getting this last episode out? Yeah, so I think on the second one, we said we're going to try and get an episode out every two weeks, and that was very ambitious because the third one took us over a month. Um, Mm -hmm. That was because we recorded, and it was a great episode. We finished recording, and oh my god, we were so happy with it. Very excited. Yeah, it was so good. And then we listened to the audio for some reason for the first time. We hadn't checked our mic levels. Yeah, because usually... We're very good about that. We listen to it beforehand, spend yep. a good hour getting really comfortable with it. Oh, yeah. it doesn't sound good. Do we need to change anything? No, let's start recording. Let's re-listen to that to make sure it does sound good. But I guess for some reason, we were just comfortable enough to just jump right in. Very confident. We have to re-record the next day because the audio was <laughs> just not even salvageable. So since we couldn't use any of that audio... It sounded like... Zzz. Yeah. The whole time I was talking, Sydney was whispering into her mic just <sighs> over me like this. <sighs> this is exactly what it sounded like. Good. So... After that, we re-recorded, and I think we were still proud of it at that point. Yeah, we it was good. The second take was good. Yeah, frustrated, but we knew that what came out of it was worth it. Yeah. Afterwards, usually editing will take a good five hours, would you say? Six, maybe? Yeah. Six comfortably. Mm-hmm. It, couldn't ta- it could take more if you want to get it. Depending on how picky we get with yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it could take less if you're just... Not really having much to cut out, but we want to sound smart and educated. So we cut out a lot of stuff. And, you know, pros when it comes to audio and recording right off the bat. But we had two episodes that we've edited before that. So it takes a a minute to edit. Um, I spent a long bit because I got picky it was probably what seven or eight hours yeah eight hours eight hours mm-hmm. and I remember being so happy with it that I pulled my roommate aside and I said listen to this it's not good as hard as I play a part can you even tell it was cut here can you even tell the jump hey can you tell no she's sending me videos of herself listening to it just like staring at the camera kind of flexing how good the audio sounds and I was like Oh, this is the best episode. It was, was worth recording twice. Yeah, like, it's all paying off. It. And then I export it, and my computer crashes, and I turn Audacity. And then I turn Audacity back on, and it tells me that the file is corrupted, and I start calling Gabs or sending her pictures of me crying. <laughs> So then we spent the next about five days grieving the loss of that file. Mm-hmm. Mine was mostly done, but I knew Sydney was going to need some more time. So I took kind of my time on, took a break from editing on mine. Mm-hmm. And then she texts me one morning and the file is just miraculously fixed. I I was, because I was going to start it over. Right. I had the unedited version. So I say, okay, I'm just going to start it over. But before I do, I'm going to listen to the corrupted file, see if there's anything I can recover and pull from that. 
And lo and behold, it just was fine as if nothing had happened in the first place listening to it. So I exported it before it could correct itself. Yeah. <laughs> no, there I'm, was the audio. Sydney texts me and says, the file's working. Everything looks good. I just saved myself eight hours of extra work. I got so excited we were going to get the episode up. I got up. I spent like another three or four hours just perfecting my yeah. part because I knew hers was good and I was going to yep. match it. It was going to be so good. And then sure enough, Audacity freezes on my computer. It didn't crash, but it basically stopped responding, closed itself out. And when I opened it, it said, would you like to recover this file? And I was like, absolutely, I would like to yeah. recover the file. Well, then it told me it couldn't find for the data for the file was saved. And I just had to sit there and look at that auto recover that I couldn't use and redo. Because you moved it. You moved the file, but I don't yeah. get why it couldn't have just pulled that file anyway. It's not like I put it in some weird spot. Right, like, it's it's not, like I moved it to my desktop. It from like the hard drive to the... No, I just moved it from file to file, but Audacity couldn't find where the data for the project was so um i spent a collective 20 minutes bare bones editing it and said you know what this episode has been hell for the both of us let's just, just get it up finish it get it up be done with it and it, and then listen to it a bunch and we listened <laughs> to it and i think it was I maybe it, it was still our I best thought, episode I thought it was good yeah i personally Thought it was our best episode For yet, sure. but also that's just how this will go because Every we're episode. four episodes <laughs> in now. Um, yeah, with all of that considered, we are a little bit off of our schedule yes. that we would like to have kept. Today we're doing kind of like a Valentine's Day episode. Kind of. Kind of. It was going to be more Valentine's-y if we had managed to get this up before valentine's day but we are recording the day before so by the time this goes up it'll be days after valentine's day (laughs) yeah which was not the plan but again it's february so yes as long as it's up in the next two weeks yes (laughs) which seems easy you had like a bunch that you had considered beforehand right you mentioned what I swore there was going to be some kind of crime that happened on Valentine's Day or a serial killer who had, like, a, killed his ex-girlfriend. Like, something that uh-huh. could really easily be related to Valentine's Day. I kind of went a different route this week okay. than normal, which is, I think, exactly what I said last week when I was like, oh, I'm doing something different. So we'll <laughs> yeah. see if I ever and stick. And will just be notorious for not sticking to the theme. <laughs> so for this one, I thought I can just do the origin story of Valentine's Day because it does involve a murder. So all of this is happening during the Roman Empire. Okay. And the Roman Empire at this point is under the reign of the emperor who is Claudius the Cruel, is what they called him. Why? Because he was just terrible. He's evil. Yes. He's the Mad King. You have not seen any of Game of Thrones. No. Nope. I wish you would. <laughs> so he is at this point conquering other countries and lands and empires, whatever. And he's just the worst. But basically he's sending his military out every 15 seconds to do just another terrible thing. 
And he needs a very strong military at this point, right? They cannot survive without it. But men stop in like enlisting. The emperor Claudius is wondering why aren't people men enlisting in the military? And he tries to come up with a solution. So the thing that he figures out that he assumes is the reason that they can't get men to enlist anymore is because they're too connected to their wives and children. Really? So I mean, yeah, okay. they've got a family. They've got something to live for. Yeah, and everyone was dying going exactly. off to battle. So you can't blame them. Yeah. He might have been right. So even if that assessment was right, his solution, on the other hand, was to completely ban marriage in the empire. And if you are married already, it's void. You're not married anymore. Oh. You're not allowed to get engaged. No couples. Literally. Allowed. He just stopped marriage. He said, We're, you're not allowed anymore. So he said, no more couples, no more marriage. No, no more, more women. Women engagements. We are men and we are going to war and that is it. So he. He's evil. He's, he's crazy. Claudius the cruel. Like this is his solution. <laughs> it sounds like a fake cartoon. It does. It like, sounds Like fake. someone's scheming in like a lair and they're like, yeah, it we'll sounds break up marriage. like the wizard. He's like, I'm going to curse him. <laughs> love yes exactly but he actually does this so he wasn't a saint at this point but who we now know as saint valentine he realizes that this is very wrong and starts to kind of question the emperor people need love yes so he starts performing marriages between young couples young lovers in secret how was he qualified to marry people? I think he was before. Like, like he... A, maybe he was like a priest. Yeah, he was a priest in the Catholic Church. Oh, okay. So, yes, he's a priest. He's been marrying people. But when the emperor changes the rules, he's like, I don't know about this one. So he defies that rule and continues to perform marriages. Dang. And then what happened? So we're just jumping right to it. Eventually... After performing all of these marriages and everything like that, the actions of Valentine were discovered and he was arrested. And they bring him before the prefect of Rome. I don't know what that is, but that's who they bring him to. <laughs> and uh, some bigwig. And says, what are we going to do with him? What's his punishment? Uh -huh. And the prefect condemns him to be beaten to death with clubs. <gasps> Wait, f on God? And have his head cut off. <gasps> What? Yes. Wait, chill out. No, so they did that on February 14th. Oh my god. In the year was like 270. So they literally beat him with clubs and then behead him on February 14th. So that's like why we have Valentine's Day. Wait, oh my god. Wait, that's Oh my god. I know. Wait, guys. What the heck? Okay, listen to this though. No, that what the <laughs> they never told us that like it, okay yes actually i think that's why i know about martyrs oh that yes he's a, i think i learned uh -huh. it in church that is probably true jeez oh my god i know so this happens in 270 and this okay this next part is urban legend but we're gonna say it's true and i thought it worth including so when he's arrested and awaiting death essentially he's in a jail and he makes friends with the jailer's daughter and so he allegedly urban legend says left 
a note in his jail cell. He left a note in his jail cell. I love country gabs. <laughs> jail sale. Jail sale. Um, he left a note, and the note was signed from your Valentine. So. Okay, that's not true, but I like it. Exactly. So, I don't know. Something's kind that's of. That's like a superhero calling card. Yeah, right. Whoever made that up, come clean. Come it's on. okay. But we're going to pretend it is true. So, eventually after his death, um, Valentine is named a saint, and that's why we now know him as Saint Valentine. Cute. Legends vary on how Saint Valentine's death and death date and name all became convoluted with the holiday that we now know as Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. There was okay. a pagan holiday called the Feast of Lupercalia, and it's this pagan festival of love that happened around this time every year. Um, one of the things that they do during this festival is they put the names of the young women into a box. Wait, this thing looks like an awful thing, just all mayhem. What, the festival? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, so the names of young women were placed in a box, and then they were drawn by the men quote, as chance directed. I don't know what that means. I guess they just drew, the men drew names and then that was like their date or their wife. In 1946 though, the Pope put an end to the Feast of Lupercalia Uh and decided that February 14th, instead of being the pagan feast, was going to now be known as St. Valentine's Day. So we've actually had Valentine's Day since right about 500 AD. So it's a very old holiday. Yeah. Um, So, eventually, obviously, Valentine's Day and the 14th became a holiday that's associated with gift-giving and love and poems and all the Hallmark stuff. Yeah, all the couple Mm -hmm. lovey-dovey. Yeah, but that's not at all how how we got to there. Yeah, I guess that's a cute... I like that. I like that you did a little mythy... Yeah, exactly. It's... It's what actually happened. The man was murdered for it. But it's a sweet, like, he is a martyr. And it's not one of those stories where it's like, oh, these criminal lovers. Yes. He was defying an emperor who had taken love out of the empire, essentially. He was a good man. Yes. (laughs) So that is St. Valentine. A cute story. I like it. And there's a lot more about him that I don't know. And apparently there are three St. Valentines. I'm not even going to try and get into that. But you can look it up if you want to. Yeah, there's like one was in this empire and one was at this time. And then one was, I don't know. Why are there three? (laughs) Do we want to acknowledge? Hey, Gabs. Yes. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh my God. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm not sure if we mentioned it yesterday. That yesterday was yesterday. <laughs> and it, it's not yesterday anymore. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and explain what happened. We're just recording and Sydney's almost finished talking. We're getting into it. And then I'm like, hey, how long have we been recording for? Just casually. Yeah, for no reason other than curiosity. And turns out, what, 40 minutes before I asked, it had stopped recording. So we lost half of... Basically we lost my entire story. Yeah, we got to the, the end of yours, to wherever it cut off, and we put the ad. And that's the solution to we can't bridge back into yesterday's audio. Yeah, it won't sound the same. So, 
hope you <laughs> Call can't it tell it's a different day, I guess. So, yeah, now we're going to re-talk about Aphrodite. And act like it's the first time we're talking about it. Just like last episode, <laughs> the entirety of last episode. <laughs> the entire last episode. Oh my god, really? Has heard this story the day before. <laughs> what? I was mm-hmm. looking at other stories that I didn't tell yesterday. A couple of little new ones, a couple little tweaks here and there. Yeah, I feel good about it. I'm ready to hear the new ones and the new stuff. Well, we've already basically covered the main origin of Aphrodite. Right. being she came from when they castrated Uranus, or mm-hmm. Cronus castrated his father, Uranus, and his genitalia flew into the sea, and from the semen e-foam, mm-hmm. she arises. <laughs> okay. Can I say that? Yeah. Do we have to take that out? No, that's good. It's fine, yeah? Yep. The thing is... And this is what I was saying last time. You have this idea of the gods and the goddesses. And then you decide, hmm, this sounds really interesting. I want to learn more about this. And you look it up and all of them are evil and selfish. And they're all brothers and sisters. Right. And (laughs) your image of them just falls apart. They're all awful people, but you're addicted to them. (laughs) What I was saying, it's kind of like Sims. Yes. Yeah. They're all created and right when they're created, they're already young adult, adult right. level. And then you control shift C. For what? Shift control C, full prop, testing cheats enabled true. And then you lock their age so they won't age. Oh. Did you ever do that? No. Did you ever use cheat codes in Sims? Not in Sims, no. Did you ever play Sims? Yes, I did. But like, I don't know. I didn't play too much until like last year. You didn't do like, like Motherload year, or Kaching or... No. I didn't have the games. And then last year or two years ago, I started playing. I sent you a couple of pictures on Discord. Yes, I looked at them as I was pulling in. You did? Okay. Mm-hmm. They are just for when I'm telling these stories so okay. that you can kind of get a visual idea. That is Aphrodite. If you look at the first one, that's... Yes. I feel like such a fake fan for not even knowing what the painting's called. It's the it's the Botticelli one. Yeah. Um. What did we say yet? birth venus. venus yeah the birth the birth of the venus. something of venus yeah probably probably that sounds right so basically she washes up on the shore of this island after that whole castration thing happens mm-hmm. so in the last episode i compared persephone to a beautiful girl she's walking and flowers are growing where she steps yes. that is an actual thing said about aphrodite and i quoting the book here it okay. says when the goddess set foot upon the island all nature rejoiced as she passed by fragrant flowers of many hues sprang up and a carpet of cool green appeared beneath her feet whilst overhead the birds sang cheerfully so there you have it yeah Everyone loves Aphrodite. It is a snow white scene over here. <laughs> so she's goddess of beauty. The Everyone's with it. Her relationship to like all of the gods, she either is Uranus's daughter. Yeah. Or she is the daughter of Zeus and Dion. Okay. She was one of Zeus's many victims. So that's a birth of Aphrodite. So basically between her two origin stories, she's either their aunt or their daughter. Like, there's a three generation. Like, there's a big difference. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Very weird. I I read this way long. uh, I say way long ago. I read this when I was brushing up for the Theogony episode. (laughs) But there was 
something I read saying there are two Aphrodites, but one represents sexual love and then the other one is a more pure Eros love, I okay. guess. Mm-hmm. So Hephaestus is known as being Aphrodite's husband. He's the god of the forge. He's son of Hera and has no father. Okay. Has no father. The whole origin with Hephaestus is like Athena is born without a mother. Hera gets pissed off because Zeus has a baby on his own. She says, oh yeah, well I can do that too. And she ends up having some disfigured kid she hates him throws him off the mountain he becomes crippled (laughs) he comes back and says i want to marry aphrodite okay there's another kind of version of this where zeus says ah aphrodite is gonna cause literal wars because everyone (laughs) wants to be with her so i have to give her away to someone and chooses hephaestus okay but in other stories like in the iliad aphrodite is definitely with Ares. He yeah. is one of her most popular consorts. But Hephaestus is said to be married to some other goddess, someone okay. else. And then in the Theogony, Hephaestus is married to another woman. Different tellings, you pick and choose. That is what I will always say. Choose your story. Perfect. It's a choose your own adventure, you know? <laughs> She's supposed to be married to Hephaestus. Obviously isn't very loyal to him and in the spirit of valentine's day yeah because that's today i will just tell some of aphrodite's most famous stories with the men okay perfect <laughs> yes one of the most famous uh consorts of aphrodite is Ares, who is the god of war mm-hmm. there are two gods of war there is athena she's wisdom and war so yes. when you think of Athena, you want to think more strategy. Ares, he is wrath. He is violence. He is he is the war. Right. You pray to him when you're about to go on the battlefield and you're, I gotta kill every man. And, <laughs> and that is Ares. Okay. Yeah. Aphrodite likes this rugged, violent man, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's totally alluring to her. Let's keep in mind, Hephaestus is a crippled man, said to be disfigured. He is not cute at all. Totally not Aphrodite's type. Yeah. So every time Hephaestus goes off to work, see ya, I'm going to work. Mm -hmm. She says, hey, Ares, what's up? Ares comes over and they go to town. (laughs) There we go. And this is in the Trojan War, apparently. All of this is taking place during the Trojan War. Okay. We'll go into that after, maybe. Just kind of why the Trojan War is a big deal with Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. When Hephaestus goes off to work, if you remember the last episode, there is a man who is known as Mr. Peeping Tom of Mount Olympus, for some reason sees everything. Do you know who that is, Gabs? Helios. That's correct. Helios Ooh. the sun god. And Helios doesn't know how to keep his mouth shut, so he goes to Hephaestus and says, Bro, your wife is doing you dirty in your own bed. Stirring the pot. No reason to get involved. Right. So Hephaestus, outraged, says, What the heck? I've got to... I know what I'll do. I know what I'll do. So he gets some chains, unbreakable, Kutapika chains. Yeah. And makes a net out of it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. He hoists this net right above his bed. So he is here. Okay, look at this picture I sent you. Second oh, picture I sent yes. you. Yes. Second picture I sent you. 
Now this Okay, <laughs> hold up. So yes, yeah, so this second picture, keep your eye on it. All this right, is above his bed. He's hoisting it up. He's, he has a rope. All right, Aphrodite. All right, babe, I'm going to work. I'll see you later. Aphrodite's like, all right, I'll keep the bed warm for you while you're at work, babe. Mm-hmm. Come home. I'll be ready, you know? Mm-hmm. And he says, okay, leaves. Mm-hmm. Fake footsteps. Hides behind the curtain, behind the bed. Keeps his eye out. No, he probably has a walkie-talkie or something. And Helios is, like, peeking through the window. Yeah. Aries. Aries comes. He says, what's up, baby? Gets in bed. Yo, you went to work. And right when you went to work, Aries came in. Here's Hephaestus's cue. He drops this net. Yeah. And now if you look at this picture, you see, you see exactly what's taking place. Yep. Instead of confronting Aphrodite in secret in your own, you know, privacy, say, hey, right. hey I heard this nasty rumor. Like, we need to talk. We need to talk. No, 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 no. He catches them in the act. And what does he do? He calls a freaking meeting with all of the gods, all of the Olympians. (laughs) Calls all of the Olympians to his house. Says, look what happened to me. Look what my wife is doing when I'm at work. I'm ugly, so she won't sleep with me. But you know who she will sleep with? Aries. Aries. Now everyone give me pity. Everyone starts cracking up and laughing at this dude. Poor guy. Apollo and Hermes are over here saying, man, I wish I was Aries right now. Laughing at him. No. I'm not really sure what happens afterwards. There are some stories saying that they got a divorce. Yeah, that's understandable. But also there are stories where it's like, ah, good old Aphrodite and they go back to normal Hmm. so now let's move on to I said I was going to tell the Trojan War story yeah did I or I could talk about Hermes Hermes did mention I want to get it on with Aphrodite too like Aries right Hermes does him and Zeus get in cahoots because Zeus loves having a hand in drama they all love drama this is all one big game of like Sims where you're just seeing what's going to go down between your what's the everyone. worst thing that I can make happen. <laughs> yeah. Zeus steals some of Aphrodite's shoes mm-hmm. and Hermes says, "Hey, you want to be Hermes?" Me? I'll be Hermes and you be Aphrodite. Okay, okay. Hey Aphrodite, I have your shoes. Oh my god, give them back. Uh, okay, remember when I told you I loved you last week? Yeah, I kind of remember. Um, me, your shoes disappearing that time had nothing to do with it, but I did end up finding them. So here are your shoes back. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Will you have sex with me now? I guess I have to. You had my shoes. Okay. (laughs) They have sex and they have a kid. Now, Hermes and Aphrodite. What do you think their kid's name is? I'll take a guess. Mm-hmm. Hermaphrodite. Yes, guys. It's almost like you already knew this story. Like we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> okay, I think those are the only two stories I told, though. Yeah, yesterday. they were. And then you were leading into the third, and then... Third, think- third was going to be Adonis, right? Well, let's just go over Trojan War really quickly, okay. because that is also a big thing culturally that Aphrodite is associated with. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so there's this dude named Paris. Okay. Yeah? Um, the goddesses, Athena, Hera, and Aphrodite, they're all bickering. I'm the prettiest. No, I'm the prettiest. No, it's me. Aphrodite says, 
Okay, no, I swear to God, I am literally the... I swear I'm, to me, I am. I'm literally the goddess of beauty. That was about to be my question. Like, how are you going to argue with the <laughs> literal goddess of beauty that you're, like, cuter? I know. Shut up. Know. You're not. That's how Aphrodite curses people. You know, that <laughs> yeah. is always bad news for any mortal. Right. Anyway, they say, all right, there's one way to settle this. To find this dude, Paris. He's some mortal. Let's go ask him who's mm-hmm. the prettiest one of us. And they all bribe him, okay? They say, call me the prettiest and I'll give you this. Oh no, my god. No, you say, I'm the prettiest and I'll give you this. So Aphrodite says, you say I'm the prettiest goddess and I'll give you the prettiest woman on earth. Okay. All right, Aphrodite. All right, guess I gotta hold up my end of the bargain. And Aphrodite goes and jacks this woman named Helen. Helen okay. of Troy. Helen of Troy, yeah. Yep. And then begins this big war. Okay. Trojan War. Woo! I'm not going to go into depth any further than that. Cool. Because maybe we'll cover that at a later time. Question to like take out. This is just a question. Yeah. Trojan War like actually happened though. You know in the first one when we were talking about like where does the crossover yes. of reality and yes. mythology happen? Was do you think were these myths written like way after the actual war and it's like oh my god this is what started at like an in hindsight That's a good question thing. or if it's like this is happening and at the same time well aphrodite they literally think they're uh, gods like i don't know i feel like it's a hard question to find the answer to mm-hmm. just because i don't even know how to if people talk about that at all but interesting and the trojan horse i don't know we'll talk about all that later on and when we do maybe i'll have an answer for you perfect okay now we're gonna move on to the next story okay there is a lot of lust and a lot of bad sexing that happens in greek mythology okay and as i was mentioning in the episode where i talk about cupid cupid kind of controls all right you're gonna lust over this person shoots them moves the plot forward right and cupid doesn't really shoot anyone without aphrodite telling him to Mm -hmm. so a lot of the time people blame aphrodite for all of the bad sexing that happens okay one time where this idea comes into play in a story is with zeus i feel like any story with zeus is going to be a bad sexing story like i'm not (laughs) like okay i'm not surprised what is it (laughs) one of the times that zeus does a bad sexing yeah honestly it was probably like hera and zeus get into one of their rows and she says why are you always cheating on me oh man aphrodite got me again i i didn't even want to cheat on you babe I was thinking of you the whole time, but I couldn't. That's so sweet. Yeah. Zeus got pissed off. He says, I can't believe Aphrodite would make me have sex with all of these women. I'm going to get revenge on her. And he orders Cupid to shoot Aphrodite. Okay. And she falls in love with some shepherd. And let me see, which picture is this? This is the last picture I sent you on Discord. Can you? Yeah, let me look. I think, oh, okay. his, I think his name is like Anchises. Okay. He is some shepherd. Aphrodite falls in lust, love, whatever, with him. Right. Says, I need to be with him for the rest of my life. And she goes down to earth, sees him. He sees her. He says, oh my God, this is literally Aphrodite. Wait, if I build a temple for you, will you please bless me and my family? Mm-hmm. And she goes... Oh, I'm not Aphrodite. 
I'm a virgin and let me see what it says on Wikipedia actually because it was kind of hilarious when I was reading this. Okay, Aphrodite lies and tells him that she is not a goddess but the daughter of one of the noble families of of wherever this place is. I can't pronounce it. P-H-R-Y-G-I-A. Anyway, she claims to be able to understand the Trojan language because she had a Trojan nurse as a child and says she found herself on the mountainside after she was snatched up by Hermes while dancing in a celebration honor of Artemis, the goddess of virginity. Aphrodite is a big ol' Yeah. <laughs> Aphrodite tells Anchises that she is still a virgin and begs him to take her to his parents. Oh my god. Anchises immediately becomes overcome with mad lust for Aphrodite and swears that he will have sex with her. Anchises takes Aphrodite with her eyes casted downward to his bed, which is covered in the furs of lions and bears. Then he strips her naked and makes love to her. What? Aphrodite's a thought. (laughs) Wait, no, she's a lying thought, actually. And then afterwards, after the lovemaking is complete, Aphrodite reveals her true form. Anchises is terrified, but Aphrodite consoles him and promises that she will bear him a son. She prophesizes that herself. Okay, anyway. Long story short, what the heck? That's the story of Aphrodite and Anchises. Oh, but yeah. Oh my god. Now we lead into my favorite story with Aphrodite. Adonis. Okay, you've been excited for this one, I know. And I don't know this one yet. I actually haven't heard this. There is a king. King Cyneris. C-I-N-Y-R-A-S. He's the king of Cyprus. Okay. And he has this wife. Wife has a daughter. Daughter's name is Mira. Okay? Yes. Mira's pretty, and she minds her own business. That's the best of both worlds. Yes. The mom, however, is probably not pretty and is living vicariously through her daughter. The mom starts going around saying, my daughter is so much prettier than Aphrodite. She's ugly. In fact. (laughs) Okay, that doesn't go well for anyone. This has never gone well. We're off to a really bad start. Stop, this is bad. (laughs) Yeah, no, this is going to go bad. And so Aphrodite says, oh yeah, watch this. Has Cupid, go to Mira, shoot Mira. Okay. And make Mira get this uncontrollable lust for her father. No. No. How I have been saying, it's like incest between brother, sister, and this is like always happens with the gods. Yeah. But it's never parent, child. Yeah, no, that's bad. So it's always, it, it is a bad thing. Th- this is God. bad. So shoots daughter. She wants to sleep with her father. Oh my god! So for like two weeks, I think Mira is getting this house made or whatever to help her sleep with her father. What? When he's asleep. What? <laughs> and he has no idea until one night he wakes up. I'm sorry. And it's happening. No. Guys. This is bad. So, <laughs> so he wakes up and he's freaking out. He's like, what is happening? I'm sorry. So he pulls out this sword and okay. he's like going, he's like, 
freaking out almost kills her. He's like, okay. what, are you, what are you doing? Get away from me. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I don't want to have it again. <laughs> so. Okay, crack Probably head. happens a little bit more. She eventually becomes pregnant, runs away, begs the gods for forgiveness and mercy. The thing is, Mira never wanted this to happen. This was not her fault. It's because the mom couldn't her mom keep her mouth shut. Flexed too hard. And her, her mom's flexing too hard. And Aphrodite's like, oh yeah, well, let's see. Your daughter's pretty enough to take your husband and care her father. Literally, everyone loses in this situation. Except for Aphrodite. But everyone else is losing <laughs> no, no, right no, now. No, 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 Gabs. Gabs, Okay. She's pregnant. Right. So... She that's run, not good. She runs away, prays to the gods for mercy. Yeah, the gods are so merciful. Mm-hmm. They turn her into a tree. Is that better? <laughs> like, is this a good thing? I don't know. She's a tree, and she's yeah, but she's not pregnant with her dad's child anymore, unless she is in a tree. <laughs> she's a mer tree. Oh, you know mer. Yeah, and then. So anyway, this tree yes. splits open at the trunk, and a baby comes Stop. out. Stop! <laughs> Wait, you're telling me she got pregnant with her dad's child, which is bad, said, please fix it, and they said, oh, okay, we'll just make you a tree that's pregnant with your dad's child. Like, the bad part didn't change. I know, she's just a tree now. It just is worse. This baby's oh born. God. Okay. Adonis is always called an incestual child also. It's, like, right. very obvious that he's born of incest. Okay. There's, like, no... No, no anything. Okay. No, no uh, doubt about it, baby. Got it. Let's just say this was in sim creation mode. Okay. We went, and while it should be a odd-looking, incestual baby... Yeah. He is beautiful, has the brain of a rock. That's bad, right? He is a total meathead, actually. So Aphrodite says, reminds me almost of, like, Aries. That's kind of how his personality is, too. Anyway, I'm going to go sauce up on him. Okay. He is... An adult. Let's say he's an adult so that it's not him as a baby. I like that better. Me too. Aphrodite goes up to him. They fall in love. Okay. I guess. Right. As much in... I don't... Yeah. They are good, happy, lounging about in the gardens one day. Oh, actually, I sent you some pictures. Yes. So, the second picture, third picture. Third picture I sent you. That one is Adonis and Aphrodite. Oh, Okay. Yeah, let me see if I have... Oh, okay, okay, and this one. I like this one, too. Did you send it already? Or yeah, you... I just sent it. Okay. So here we have Adonis and Aphrodite. They are okay. outside. She is holding him, basically saying, hey, don't leave me. I am a goddess, as you know. And what I also know is if you leave me right now, you're going to go hunting. Those are his hunting dogs. Okay. So Aphrodite says, don't leave me and go hunting or else... You're going to get got. Okay. He says, yeah, right. I'm Adonis. I'm pretty. And leaves to go hunting. And Ares, a jealous man, sends a wild boar, or he turns himself into a wild boar, kills Adonis. Okay. Aphrodite runs over. She's like, no, I'm too much of a 
thought all of my men are so where jealous. are they going so she goes to adonis okay. on his dying body she sprinkles like nectar and this flower yeah. shoots out i forget what the flower is called sprinkles th- thought fertilizer <laughs> she sprinkles some nectar sweet old nectar on this boy's body yeah flower pops out it's a supposed to be like a really beautiful but short-lived flower okay and is kind of represents a symbolic thing for adonis okay beautiful and short-lived anyway adonis dies he's in the underworld now now persephone is taking a look at him okay and she side eyes this dude what's up i'm persephone hey baby hey baby I guess they kind of get it on a little bit. Okay. A little bit, but he might be preoccupied also like, oh, we're dying, I'm dead. Yeah. Hades doesn't care because Hades is so supportive of Persephone. Oh, wow. And Persephone still loves Hades and they're happy. But just so it happens that Persephone got some side action question mark. Right. And Aphrodite is pissed off because she wants her man back. Of course, they cause this big ruckus. Zeus says, this is all so familiar to me, something going on in the underworld, and then I have to figure out what's going on because there are two people fighting over one person, right? Right. Aphrodite and Persephone are, like, at war with each other. They're, like, beating each other up over this dude. Zeus says, okay, so here's what you're going to have to do, Adonis. You get one-third of the year with Persephone, one third of the year with Aphrodite, and the other third of the year you choose for yourself. And, uh-uh. and Adonis says, I choose Aphrodite. <laughs> and that's the story. Oh my god. How did you like that one? I like it. God, I'd be if I was him, I'd be so Adonis? mad at yeah. At Zeus. Be like, don't make me pick. Like, I'm in the middle of this right now, and you're really going to, like, give me an option? If he had chosen Persephone, I think the world would have bursted into flames. I guess that's true. Like, he had a choice, but not really a choice. I mean, they, he didn't, he probably never knew about his mother's thing. She was a tree. Uh, All he knows is he came out of a tree. Wait, I still can't get over. She was like, please be nice. And they were like, oh, my God, no, we are. You're just a pregnant tree now. Like <laughs> they did not take any of the bad away. I know. If anything, they made it worse. Liter- just worse. Wait, you're so upset because you're a pretty human, right? Yeah, anyway. and pregnant. Yeah, and okay, tree, tree. There we go. <laughs> Got it. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't know about that. There. Okay, and then now we have. So I'm just going to read this directly from Wikipedia. In Euripides' tragedy, it's um, with Theseus's son, Hippolytus, worships only Artemis, the goddess of virginity, and refuses to engage in any form of sexual contact. Mm-hmm. Aphrodite is infuriated by his prideful behavior, and in the prologue to the play, she declares that by honoring only Artemis and refusing to venerate her, Hippolytus has directly challenged her authority. Aphrodite therefore causes Hippolytus' stepmother, Phaedra, to fall in love with him, knowing Hippolytus will reject her. After being rejected, Phaedra, Phaedra, I don't know, commits Mm -hmm. suicide and leaves a suicide note to Theseus telling him that she killed herself because Hippolytus attempted to rape her. Theseus! 
Theseus prays to Poseidon to kill Hippolytus for his transgression. Poseidon sends a wild bull to scare Hippolytus' horses as he is riding by the sea in his chariot, causing the horses to bolt and smash the chariot against the cliffs, dragging Hippolytus to a bloody death across the rocky shoreline. Oh my god. This play concludes with Artemis vowing to kill Aphrodite's own beloved mortal, Adonis, in revenge. Keep in mind, Adonis died by a wild bull, right? Right. So some people in, uh, will say Ares turned himself into a bull out of rage, out of jealousy. Right. But while reading this, I was like, what if it was literally Artemis all along? Yeah. Oh my god. So conspiracy theory? Yeah, Greek Thank conspiracy you. theories. And that is basically all of the story things I'm going to be saying about Aphrodite and we're obviously going to be hearing about her in the future in probably every single every story. one of them yeah any questions no she's just a thought uh yes no <sighs> thoughts allowed in this podcast wow we need to change the intro instead of like Avery's attention all gamers it'll be like thought patrol and sirens and then cue the music and then it's like hello all right. Sorry. It's just a couple gamers. That's gamer. what we're going to do. All right. You're going to go get a freaking class? Yep. Okay. What's today's date? Oh, it's February 19th. When did we start recording this episode? <laughs> February 13th. We went over it a little bit. The beginning of my part of this episode. And how we had to do that twice. Yeah. And then we stopped... Because we couldn't take we it couldn't anymore. We couldn't take it anymore. And we were like, we'll just pick up on the next day. And we didn't. No, but... it was Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. And then I forgot. I, ha- I never told you, but I forgot I had homework. I was sitting downstairs. We were eating. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go get Cindy. And I was like, I have an assignment due tomorrow. So that's why I didn't get to record that night. Was so, it okay? Yeah, it was all good. I finished it. Okay, good. What did I do Valentine's Day? Oh, <laughs> 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 That's right. I laid in bed. <laughs> That's right, that's right, I remember it now. Yeah, so then I came over last night, mm-hmm. and we just couldn't take it anymore. So we, we just did. didn't, we just didn't. So I th- it got now. to a point where I, like, mustered up the mental capacity, <laughs> and I was like, all right, Gabs, let's just record it, and I'll get it done. Come on, Gabs, let's do it, and use it. I immediately was like, no, let's just wait <laughs> till tomorrow. I don't feel like doing that right now. So here we are. finally ending this episode six days later honestly if we can't get it out by february the end of february gabs which we have to get it out by then there's no way we wouldn't i say that knock on wood literally if we don't get it out by the end of february i really don't feel like we can use it thanks for listening hope you enjoyed it hope you guys are excited for the next episode we are not We don't know what we're doing yet, but I don't know. We'll think of stuff. And let us know if you have any ideas because we are running out. That's what you guys are here for, okay? You're good for nothing except for giving us more content ideas. And for the listens and the money. Yeah, thanks for the money. You're good for a couple of things. If you want to be better for something, please. Send us video games. You can at least sponsor us on Anchor. And send us yeah. money from your own your own hard-earned money. Yeah, your own money. Send it directly to us. My Venmo is at Snurpee. What's yours? At 
G Norton. I That's think. three ends. With probably. three ends at the end. Um, follow us on Twitter. I can get it correct this time. At Go. Sticks Stories. That's it. That is at sign S T Y X S T O R I E S. Awesome. Make sure you rate us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars or nothing else? Only five star reviews. Please write us a review on there as well. Call us pretty. Say how much money you give us. We um, tell our Venmo to your friends and tell them to listen so that we look better yeah. and more popular. Yeah, I think that's all the important stuff out of the way. Later gamers. Later gamers. Later gamers. Later gamers. Later gamers. Later gamers. See you later gamers. <laughs>